On this episode of The Bonus Years, we head back to the beginning. It's a very good place to start. Let's go. Hello, everybody. My name's Ben. And I'm Brooke. And this is the Bonus Years Podcast. Um, welcome back to myself. I'm excited to be <laughs> Welcome here. back to you, Ben. Oh, it's been you. a while. I uh, just went away on European vacation. Not really. <laughs> I was like, and you didn't Who take me? Who does that in 2020, 2021? 20, How many 20s was that? Um, my voice probably doesn't sound different to you, but in my head, I sound like uh, a totally different person. Sounds different so, to me. Uh, I have had had the sickness not the sickness like capital s sickness but uh i have been i have passed the covid test meaning i was negative which is a positive get it he you does see, not has he does not has covid does not has covid the episode of the office kept replaying in my head when uh they, they were thinking that kevin might have cancer or something like that and then <laughs> they find out it's negative and uh Gosh, it was so yeah. confusing. Now I want to watch that episode. Oh, that's such a good one. I suggest you watch one. it. But that is not the point of today's episode of the Ponies Years. I dropped the question. Ben has been sick with a cold. Oh, yeah, and totally. Are, and it's not that. COVID. It's not COVID. But that's why he sounds like he does. I'm so congested. It's ridiculous. Uh, let's get started. Let's do it. We'll start with our conversation starter because I miss it. And yeah. we're sponsored by Best Self um, Journals. Best Self in general. Best if self. you don't follow them on Instagram, I suggest you do. I think it's just at Best Self. Um, they post a lot of really good stuff uh, on there. This is not like encouraging. Yeah, and like they're not paying me to say this. It no, just really not. I really enjoy. Um, they even have for like you know conflict resolution, you know advice and kind of things like that. So you should check it out. But let's start with the question. Are you ready? I'm so ready. This is deep. What is something you think everyone should do at least once in their lives? Ooh. One thing. One Everyone th- should Just do. one? Just one. I think everyone should have to perform on a stage Whoa. in some way. Everyone. Mm-hmm. There's some people who would never do that. I know. It's crazy. It's a rush. It's fun. Even for shy people. What's the most uh, people you've, a live audience you've been in front of? 25,000. Did you do the uh, Winter Fest or whatever they called it in Tennessee? No, Transplant Games. Transplant Games. I'm trying to remember how many people um, sang, that we sang for at, uh, it was a Tennessee Stadium, Balls Stadium. Is that right? I, I don't know. Completely I, wrong. Where they do like that ball. big winter um, event for youth. Winter Anyways. Fest. Winterfest, yeah, it was. It, that was probably the largest. How many people is that? I don't really know. It's probably around twenty-five or thirty thousand. Yeah, but that was definitely the biggest. It was pretty crazy to step on the stage in front of that many people. Mine was so cool because it was all transplant recipients and donor families. Yeah, that is really cool. So, it was what did you do? What did you sing? Uh, I sang. I don't even remember the name of the song I sang, but it was like the theme of the event. So I sang with the house band. Wheels on the bus. No. I sang with the house band and felt like a rock star for a That's hot so minute. Cool. <laughs> you are a rock star. Well, uh, today we are starting a journey, um, uh, kind of going in depth of the story of Brooks' liver transplant from, uh, you know, before we knew anything was wrong to uh, uh, post-transplant. So yeah. uh, it's going to be a series that uh, you're going to have to 
to follow along with, and I think you're going to really enjoy it. Um, you kind of leave this one on a cliffhanger, so it's going to force people to come back uh, and read the next one. And again, just to insert this little thing, go and subscribe so that it shows up in your email inbox every time there's a new blog post. Just go to bonusyearsblog.com. Yep. And click on the... You don't even have to click. Just scroll down all the way to the no bottom clicking. of the page. Don't click. That's for... Who clicks anyways? Who clicks? Like if you have a mouse, does it even make a click? Well, then if you are if you are on Instagram, you can also just click the link in my bio. But are they clicking or are they tapping? Oh, I see what you're saying. See? Tap from your device. It's also like when people tell you to roll down your windows. Yeah. Who, who has a crank in their car? If or you ever crank their car. Crank their car. You know what that's from? Like literally old Model T's, they had to yes. get out and crank the front? Yes. Okay, cool. We digress. Uh, wow. This is going to be one of those episodes. No, I can it's already not. Feel it. Well, I mean, it has let's, been. Let's revoke. It already is. Okay. Tell me your husband has ADD <sighs> without yeah, telling sent, me your husband has ADD. I sent her a TikTok today, and it was probably something that's... Now, see, you. this is your fault. You tried to get me <laughs> off track already. Um, let's go back. Okay. Let's focus. So the the title of the blog this, this week is The Before When Things Were Normal. And I wish you would have put quotation marks around normal. But again, this is the beginning of your story. Um kind of lay out, you know, the first first portion of this is this kind of moment when, you know, who was the first person that noticed something was wrong? My little sister. Little sister. How old was she then? Uh, 15. Well, a 15-year-old that noticed something about somebody other than themselves. Well, she's, she's always been intuitive. That's why she's a therapist now. So, That's good. Yeah. Uh, she noticed that my eye, the white part of my eyes were yellow uh, and thought that was like interesting. I don't mm-hmm. think she was like trying to make me into a medical case. She's like, that's weird. Your eyes are yellow. And then that triggered my mother and uh, her Enneagram four with the big, big old five wing mm-hmm. to ask a lot of questions. Um, and she just started observing other behaviors in me that weren't my typical behavior. Right. What kind of behaviors were those? Um, well, I've always loved food and still do. Um, and I wasn't hungry. Yeah. Like we went to a pizza restaurant when I was home visiting. What pizza restaurant? Uh, it's a local place. It wasn't that one place where it's like something with a C. Uh, it was like a pizza buffet. No, not CC's. CC's? Oh, <laughs> I hated no, that place. No, it's a local place. My sister just reminded me of the name, but I totally forgot. Anyway, local place. Went there and I remember getting a salad and just like kind of picking yeah, at it. Yeah, I would have taken to the ER immediately if that would have happened. Right, now. like that is not yeah. something I do. Something is wrong. Um, and just drinking a lot of water. Yeah. And like still being thirsty. Yeah. My mom said she noticed that I had kind of like a, a fine rash on my face, mm-hmm. um, which I just thought was like a breakout. And you were home for like a break? Is that what? Yeah, we're still kind of hashing out some of the story as we were like talking about it because we've never, I've never documented all of this. Yeah. Um, and so. And Facebook, I mean, was pretty new. So Facebook like, had just opened up to people with a .edu email address. Yeah. That, so there wasn't a lot of people on it. Um, right. And nobody really updated it as frequently as people do now. Yeah, so we can't like go back and look at our timeline. Right. Um, so my mom says I was home for Mother's Day. I thought I was home at the beginning of summer hmm. for like a couple of days. Uh, either way, I was home and I wasn't super well. Yeah. Um, so your sister thinks something wrong uh, is wrong and your mom thinks that there's something wrong. What, what happened next? Uh, I humored my mother and... Uh, let her take me to the immediate care, like in town, yeah, just to see what was going on. I remember they wanted to draw blood. I remember I was like, "No thanks, not a fan." Like I don't, 
I didn't ever remember having blood drawn before. Yeah. Um, I went, I mean, I would, I'd really been relatively healthy my entire life. I'd had like a tonsillectomy when I was four and a half. But that's pretty much you it. You don't have your tonsils? Or adenoids. Wow. But they I, do this. I don't too. even know what that is. It's all of this, your nose and throat connected stuff. Crazy. Anyway. Um, so I went, they did blood tests. They asked me so many questions about like, I don't know, do I do drugs, drinking, right. uh, sharing drug needles, am I pregnant, like all these things. And I'm like, oh, I go to Christian school, like, <laughs> like I'm a good little kid. No, I just, I just feel like tired and it's cause I've had finals and I've been blowing it out. Like right. I just honestly thought I was just exhausted mm-hmm. like a normal college student would be after studying and performing. Like right. it's what I did. So they told me, you know, we'll get your blood results back and you'll hear back from us within mm-hmm. the week. And so we went home and I was like, okay, cool. Boom. So then you woke up the next morning to a phone call though. We did. And that phone call was, hey, you need to go see your family practitioner like yeah. today. Um, How'd that feel? Is terrifying. That, yeah, that's kind of scary. Um, because when they, t- when they say like within the week, you're like, oh, it's probably nothing. Mm-hmm. They'll give me some antibiotics. Yeah, getting you know, a call like, the next day is is not a good sign. Yeah, like when the first when the first thing you wake up to is getting a call, and uh, you're like not even awake yet. It's right. not. It doesn't feel good. You're like, oh gosh, what's actually going on? So you get in to see your family doctor, yep. essentially, and they run some more tests or what? What did they do uh, at that point? I don't. I don't remember. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember seeing my family doctor, and he asked me a million more questions. Um, I grew up with like him went to church with him like we you know family friend kind of Mm -hmm. situation and he um he said your blood test showed that your liver is not functioning well at all Mm -hmm. um but we need to get to the bottom of it so i'm going to refer you to see a gastroenterologist and i was like oh what a what (laughs) i don't know what that does what that is so you go to see this gastroenterologist i do and a Enter. Enterologist? Yeah, gastroenterologist. Uh, I'm going to edit this out so I sound smarter. Okay. Okay, great. Okay. Um, and so you go see that dude. Yeah, I go see thing. that dude. And uh, we find out, like, I, I knew nothing. I didn't pay attention in health class. It just was not my jam. Uh, so he's talking about, like, okay, here's what's going on. Like, your liver is inflamed. So that means you have hepatitis. And that immediately made me think of, like... I don't know, drug users. Mm-hmm. Like that's the only association I had. So they ran more tests to, to like find out what kind of hepatitis I had. Mm-hmm. Um, and I call it that alphabet hepatitis. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's A, B, C, D, E. And I didn't have any of those. I was negative for those. And I was like, so what's left? Autoimmune hepatitis. So at that point we started learning that um, autoimmune hepatitis is when your body is attacking your own liver. Mm-hmm. Um, like like any other autoimmune disorder where your body just attacks itself. Um, so liver's inflamed. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's already the biggest organ internal organ you have. It's three pounds. Dang. I know. It takes up a lot of space. And mine was swollen. Um, and your liver filters out all the toxins. So that it kind of explained the rash. Yeah. Uh, why I was thirsty. Like my body was trying to help my liver regenerate and do its job. And... Uh, just I was feeling crummy. Yeah. And so the the prescription was go home and rest. Uh eat some popsicles, drink water, like eat what you can, but you just need to take it easy and let your liver regenerate and bounce back. And how'd that work for you? Well, um, I did what the doctor said mm-hmm. for a bit. 
for a hot, hot second? Yeah. I mean, I think the hard part for me was that, um, I really wanted to be a part of this ensemble at mm-hmm. my school. Um, I had heard them sing when I was in high school. To me, that was like the dream. Like I pursued that. I chased that. It's everything I wanted. I broke up with you over that. Yes. <laughs> it's a true story. Whole other story. Like, um, I was ready to sacrifice everything for it. Yeah. Um, and when I finally got the opportunity, I got sick. Right. Um, and so it just seemed like because you, you, know. you had just gotten gotten into it that not even that semester. It was like what April? Mi- it was mid semester. Mid semester. So yeah, it was like halfway so, through. Yeah. So I was like getting ready to start the summer tour and get ready for the recording of an album. Um, uh, I was, you had a solo on the album. Yeah, right? I was, I was stoked for all these things. Um, and going to my house to rest for two weeks was not a part of the plan. Right. Uh, like it, it was an elite ensemble and I knew I could be replaced. Yeah. You, it was very, very, very elite. And if you were not performing, people got booted yeah. out of it. I'm like, so. I, I mean, it wasn't, it wouldn't have been personal. Yeah. It was like, nope, you're not filling a role. So someone else can do it. Yep. Um, so I stayed home as long as I could as a 20 year old ambitious person. Yeah. Um, but I really thought like, if you have a dream and you pursue it, like you just, you make sacrifices. Um, I don't think I realized like the severity of like my health. Yeah. But it also sounds like, I don't think your doctors at that point really knew the severity of it either. No, And, and I kind of left left the blog on a cliffhanger because I'm trying to tell the story without giving away the ending mm-hmm. um, as I'm walking through it. Like at this point, all we know is I'm, I have an inflamed liver and it should be able to regenerate itself. Right. And so I remember telling my parents and telling the doctors whatever they wanted to hear. Like, yes, I'll sit down during rehearsals. Yes, I won't go to all the rehearsals. I won't stand up. All, like I won't be there all day. Right. Um, but I wasn't even able to drive myself back. I was so worn out. Mm-hmm. Like... So when you when we look back logically, like I was not well enough to drive back to college. Someone had to drive me there, and then I went and completely disregarded all the doctor's orders and yeah. just started busting my butt to pursue so, this dream. Yeah, because I mean, you went from laying on the couch and eating a popsicle <laughs> to a very like very rigorous very rehearsal schedule plus. Uh, uh, I think, what, weren't you guys recording this album at the same time? We were rehearsing, we were recording, and on the weekends, we were singing in some churches. Yeah, so I mean, it's not a, like, you know, small thing. I mean, no. you're talking about going from couch to, like, running a marathon, you know, that yeah, it was couch, no couch to 5K, to 5K it program. was not that. It, it was, like, couch to marathon overnight. Yeah. Um, Which is not easy for anybody, but especially somebody who is, you know, got some serious things going on. Yeah. And in my mind, I remember thinking, like, this is just mind over matter. Like, yeah, I, I, didn't, do I don't think I remember having pain. Um, I just, it was discom- discomfort. And yeah. I was, I was more frustrated about the diagnosis and the circumstance, like inconveniencing my plan mm-hmm. for my life than like actual being sick. What other symptoms did you have? You had said you were fatigued. You said that you were drinking a lot of water, but like, I was nauseous. Mm-hmm. Um, I wasn't sleeping well, um, but that was, that was kind of the extent of it at that point. I was going to say though, you know, being in college and having a stressful schedule, I mean, those are, those are, those were normal. I mean, I can tell you a lot of times I couldn't sleep at night and we'd go to Walmart at 3am. Um, cause it was number one, hilarious to see the people that would show up at a Walmart. So and true. also you found really cool stuff for really cheap. We had a lot reason. of adventures in Walmart. A lot of adventures. 
Yeah, Plus, it was but, a small town, so what else could you do? Right, but like the thing is, like, you ask any college student, like, "Hey, do you ever feel nauseous, tired?" Like, like they would have all said, "Uh, yeah, yeah." Like every day, yeah, we're busting our butts or we're making stupid decisions, you know, and we're tired. Like we stay up way too late and we mm-hmm. go to class. Like that's just what college people do. Yeah, it's pretty normal. So it's really, I think. Uh, probably hard for you to determine what was really actually serious and what was not. Even your parents, people around you. I mean, um, was there anyone around you at school that was noticing anything different or was it mostly just, you know, your family? Um, I can say that I know my parents were worried yeah. and did not want me to go back to school. And I think that might have been the first time where I like openly, I don't want to say defied them, but it kind of was. Like yeah. I made I made an adult decision about what I wanted. And what I was dreaming about, um, and and said I don't really care if you like it or not. Yeah. Um, and I know that they, I know they kind of felt the weight of it, my sickness, more than I did. Now that I'm a parent, I kind of get that. Yeah. Um, because I don't. I also don't know too many young people who don't feel invincible. Right. Right. Like, oh mm-hmm. yeah, I'll be fine. It's whatever. Uh. And my timelines might be off here, okay. uh, as apparently yours are. But was this post finals? Yeah. So you you were back there. School was essentially out for the semester. Yeah, I was um, supposed to go home for like a short visit and then go back to like full time for the summer singing. Got it. Okay. Um, and so there was not a lot of people around. Not normal, like your normal yeah. friend groups and stuff like no. that. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I wasn't even living with my normal roommates. It wasn't like people who knew me really well that would have noticed me being off. Yeah. Cause I, I don't, I don't remember being around. You weren't there. Yeah. I think, correct me again if I'm wrong. This was <laughs> this, this was post uh, our mentor uh, passing away, correct? No. Was this Pre. a year off? This is that was a year later. A year later. So this is this is Gosh. um 2005. 2005. Yes, and he passed away in 2006. Yeah. Okay. So wrong year. So my roommates, uh, only one of them was still in the area, and she was out of town, Got like it. 30 minutes out of town. Um, and I was rooming with other girls from the group at that time, and all of them were new acquaintances to me, so they didn't know like my normal rhythms, my sleep schedule, like anybody who would have seen me in a before and after situation, like would have gone, that's not, uh, Brooks normal right. in quotes. Right? right. But I didn't have that. So I was trusting my own instincts and my own gut and yep. And then we'll end it there. Trust my gut where my liver wasn't working. On the cliffhanger. What dun, will happen dun, next? Dun. You have to tune in next week. Yeah. Um, it's going to be really good. Uh, you know, I, 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 it's kind of interesting to look back at your life and try to remember pieces of a very, what turned out to be a very traumatic experience. I yeah. think, uh, you know, are there any of feelings or emotions that you had that you weren't expecting writing this first blog from this? Yeah. Well, I, I had planned to do this at some point. I just yeah. didn't know when, mm-hmm. um, and it's been almost 16 years. Yeah. Which that saying that out loud is crazy. Bananas. Um, but as I as I started writing it um, this year, I was like, I'm actually ready to do this. I'm ready to like rehash it. I feel like emotionally, I'm in a good place. I'm in a stable, stable-ish mental state for myself. Yeah. Um, and I'm, 
I'm in a place where I can like process it with people who lived it with me mm-hmm. and not re-traumatize ourselves. Yeah. And it, you're talking about, I mean, in that case, family, mostly your family. Yeah. yeah. Um, because there's, I had to like ask my mom several things as I was writing. Like, mm-hmm. I don't remember details. I was, I was very driven and, and then also fuzzy headed. Like I didn't yeah. feel well. So uh, we're all remembering things a little differently. And as we're starting to write this out, we're, we're catching parts of the story that we didn't know. Mm-hmm. Like we didn't know what each other were going through. Cause we were all living it out different right. in different yeah. ways. So as it comes together, I'm uh, excited mm-hmm. to have it all documented. Yeah. And uh, I really hope it'll be something powerful, not just for other people to benefit from, but like for, for my family. Yeah. To just say like, oh, that was healing for us. Like, yeah, to process yeah, through it. And, and We can walk through this yeah. and look at how far we've come and we're still here, still kicking. Yeah. It's going to be good. I think we're going to try. Maybe to get uh, some interviews with your family Yeah. Uh, on the podcast so you can hear from Patty, maybe Barry. You think he I would... don't think Barry will come on. Come Patty on. will come on. What about your sister? You think we'll get her? Yeah, I okay. think we can get my sister. So we'll get uh, some guests, family guests. I don't know why I'm making that sound with my mouth, but uh, get some guests on the show. Uh <laughs> For us to uh, hear some different voices and different perspectives yeah. on this. So I think that's going to be really fun. Um, I think that's going to do it for this episode of the bonus years. It's a pleasure that, uh, I don't know, a pleasure for you to join us. It's a pleasure for you, I'm sure, for, to join us. I don't know what I'm saying. I just love when you guys say, hey, I listened to your podcast. That makes uh, you feel good. It, yeah, yeah. Like. Oh, people People are actually listening and enjoying it or engaging with it yeah. or thinking about what we've said. So like, We've worked in industries uh, in the past where you get pretty instant gratification yeah. based off of what you do. And this is really different for us to be able to have a conversation. And then like it posts like days later and then like people listen to it whenever they want. And so we don't all, you don't get that instant like reaction on somebody's mm-hmm. face as you say something. So this has been really different for us. It's kind of fun in a different way, but um, it it's really cool to hear those stories of people who have listened and it's benefited them. Yeah, it's totally meaningful to us. Well, that'll do it for this episode <laughs> of The Bonus Years. Thanks for joining us. As always, please remember to rate and subscribe to this podcast. Leave comments on the website, the blog, um, social media. Follow The Bonus Years. You'll find it on Instagram and Facebook. And we will see you next week. Hey, big shout out. Thank you to Jeff, oh, Jeff Strand. I always forget that. He's always doing our editing and pulling through. Yes. He uh, and all of the state of Texas uh, last week had a really rough week. So all of our friends out there, we thinking of you and hope that uh, things are, I hear it's warmed up quite a lot yeah. in Texas this week. So we're fall. glad you guys are melting out and getting back to normal. So yep. Stephanie Donati help you edit? Yeah, always. Yeah. She's always editing. I don't know why I said that as a question, but thank you to her as well for her help with the blog. Um, anything else I missed today? No. Gosh. Gosh. Wow. Look at us. Together, we can do it. We can do this too. All right, we'll see you next time. Later. Later.